Welcome to Faith is the Victory podcast, a ministry outreach of Faith Christian Center in Cairo, Georgia. This is Pastor David Coleman, Sr. Today's devotional is titled, Little by Little, Deuteronomy 7.22. And the Lord thy God will put out those nations before thee, little by little. When a person is first born again, they are new babes in Christ Jesus, 1 Corinthians 3.1. As they mature in the faith of the Lord Jesus, they gain experience and skill in the Word of God and in the things of God, and they soon come to a realization that living out their faith brings with it a real need for patience and endurance. This patience, this endurance, is the from the Greek word hupomeno, and means the ability to stand strong under a heavy weight without quivering or collapsing, as well as the ability to withstand the pressure to quit in spite of the mental strain caused by unrelenting opposition. That's why we read in Scripture from Hebrews 10.36, that we have need of patience. We must know that the promises of God to the believer are always yes and amen, 1 Corinthians 1.20. And it is faith in his word that manifests the promises in the life of the believer. Therefore, that faith must be strong and patient. It must be enduring in order to outlast the barrage of opposition the enemy throws at us. For we are told, be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Hebrews 6.12 A willingness to fight faith's good fight is mandatory to the fulfillment of the promise allowing the believer to lay hold and seize the victory that God's promises bring. This is a reality for all believers everywhere. But sadly, many fall far short of this understanding and give up and give in prior to the fulfillment of the promise. Too often believers have the misconception that life in the kingdom of God is trouble-free, that all their promises are answered instantaneously and without opposition. No, Jesus said that in this world you will have tribulation. But the scripture doesn't end there. It goes on and tells us that God is faithful and sees to it that the promise is fulfilled if we but endure faithful to the end and its fulfillment. That's what he meant when he concluded with this, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. We read this in John 16, 33. 2 Corinthians 4, 4 tells us that Satan is the God of this world, and that he has blinded the minds of them which believe not. Satan is God's enemy. He is a created being, an archangel that through sin of pride fell. He sinned 
when that pride was found in his heart because of his beauty, Ezekiel 28:17, through deception, he gained dominion over this world system when he convinced Adam to doubt God's word. When he said, yea, hath God said, that's the day Adam sinned. And that's the day Adam spiritually died. We read about that in Genesis 3.1. Satan is unredeemable. There's no hope for him. And he will always be God's enemy. Therefore, he is always your enemy. As believers in Jesus Christ, we must understand that Satan was and is defeated. He is a defeated enemy and he has no power over you. He was defeated when Jesus fulfilled all that was spoken of him in the word and when he finished his work at Calvary, when he died the death that you deserved, he went to the grave for you. He took your sins with him. He nailed them to the cross, not his sins. Jesus was sinless, but he took your place He took my place. He took your sins. He took my sins to the cross. And those sins were nailed at that cross. And when he shed his blood, he paid the sin debt that we owed. Then he went to the grave, but he didn't stay there. Three days later, he rose from the dead and he conquered death, hell, and the grave. So Satan has no more power over you. The only power he has is that of deception. So he goes about pretending to be a roaring lion, searching for those who will fall under his deception and surrender to his lies. He thus devours them into submission to his evil plans, thereby causing believers to give up and quit their faith in the promises of God's word. Listen. Satan is not a lion. He is a weak, sniveling, sinful, fallen angel whose end will be the lake of fire. But he wants us to think that he is as powerful as a lion. He even wants you to think he is more powerful than God. He is not. You and I, as born-again believers in Christ Jesus, are far more powerful than Satan is or than he ever was. Jesus said that all things are under his feet. He also says that the church, you and I, are his body. So that makes all things that are under his feet under your feet as well. That truth must ring in our hearts like a liberty bell. It must ring loud and clear. Listen, we must take our place of authority on this earth, the place that Jesus won for us when he rose from the dead. You are now seated with the Lord Jesus Christ in heavenly places, far above all principalities and powers. Ephesians 2, 6 tells us that we are now raised up together and may and has made us to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That's where we are seated. That is where our place of authority resides. We must also realize that deception's power is quickly broken and easily broken by one thing, truth. 
And truth is found only in one person, the Lord Jesus Christ. For he said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life, John 14, 6. And since, as believers, we are now Jesus' disciples, he tells us to continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free, John 8, 32. The Christian life is a life of faith. And it's the good fight of faith that we experience. And just as the children of Israel experienced enemies throughout their sojourn from Egypt to the promised land, we experience enemies in the here and the now. You fight faith's battles throughout our sojourn, but we fight from a position of victory. For the Lord himself has defeated Satan, and we are more than conquerors through him that loves us, Romans 8, 37. But let us remember that battles will come and victories will come in faith's fight, but it does not end the opposition that we face. We must know that there will be more, and we cannot lose heart. We are gaining strength and we are gaining experience through these battles that we face and that we come through victorious. Listen to what Caleb said. I am as strong this day as I was in the day that Moses sent me, as my strength was then, even so is my strength now for war, both to go out and to come in. Joshua 14, 11. He said that when he was 85 years old. Listen, the victories that we experience in our Christian life are won little by little. The same way God drove out the nations before the children of Israel, each victory prepares us for future victories, and thus it will be until the Lord calls us home or we're caught up to be with him. I pray that this message encourages you to continue faith's fight and faith's journey and to stay strong in the word, in, the, in prayer, and in the faith of God. I am going to say amen to this encouraging word today, and I'm going to ask you to say amen with me. If you can, then say it out loud. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us today on Faith is the Victory podcast. Join us again next time as we continue to discover that faith is the victory that overcomes the world. This is Pastor David Coleman, Sr. of Faith Christian Center in Cairo, Georgia.